What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. It's good to be back this week. Going to be a fun raid today of the notes. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope you had a good week. Got some fun stuff we're going to talk about. Should be a good time. Oh, crap. Every time. So, for those of you who have no idea what's going on, as I'm recording, it, it tracks along and my screen moves, but if I bump my mouse, it will no longer track. And it's real annoying because I can't see my instantaneous audio levels, and I just screwed it up again. So, we're just going to ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. Ride, Sally, ride. Should be fun. But, yeah, we'll see what happens here. So, Anyways, in today's episode, we'll just kick it off, go down the list. Underrated, something I thought of is, is some, some underrated satisfying moments, or some might say oddly satisfying. I couldn't think of it at the time, so in the moment, it was, I was like, what are some like un, underrated satisfying moments, but it's like oddly satisfying. For me, today, so I go in the sauna every day after the gym, and today was... Uh, very rarely I find myself alone in the sauna and don't worry, it's not going to get that crazy. <laughs> I realize how this is, this lead up is sounding, but I, uh, when you find yourself alone, you don't have to hold back your gas. You can just let her, let it be free. Let it ride. So farting in the sauna, uh, when no one else is in it, key factor there on the end of that statement is, uh, oddly satisfying. Don't sleep on it. It's uh, you might think it's underrated. It's like whatever. It's no different than farting by yourself. I don't know something about it. You just let it just let it out a little, and you're just like, ha! Huh, no one's here to worry about it. Don't have to do that. So then I had the crazy thought. I wonder if I farted in the sauna when other people were there. Say just a couple, not like full. If and say I have my headphones on and I act like nothing happens, <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there on my phone, and just let it rip. <laughs> And I, a, I wonder just what in general people's reactions would be because most people have headphones on, but surely, I mean, especially if you're sitting on the same like bench as me, you'd have to feel it depending on, on how heavy it was, but would, would, would people get up and leave? I'm trying to think, what would I do if I'm in the sauna and someone just rips one, like just lets it fly? I guess I might, I might, I might, I'd probably just kind of like look up. And look at wherever I thought the fart came from. Maybe glance at them, see what, see if they're acknowledging it at all. And then, depending on the stench, I might, I might just like, oh, I'm power through this, not bad. You know, oh, no smell at all. Or I might be like, I, we gotta go <laughs> and just get out. So interesting. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna try that experiment because I go to the gym every day at the same time. So I see a lot of the same people in the sauna. So maybe if I'm at a strange sauna in a strange place that I don't think I'm going to visit again with strange people who I've never seen and hopefully will never see again, we might let it fly. It's kind of like uh, back in high school. I always thought you know you kind of do like you go to Walmart and you just kind of tool around, and maybe you know there's a couple times where you kind of do some edgy stuff, but. It's it, it's one of those things where I always thought I was like, man, I'd like to not do something crazy illegal, but like just be obnoxious or something and kind of be like, ah, like if I was ever in a Walmart in a in a strange place that I never visited, probably wasn't gonna visit again, I I would be fine doing something weird and wild that would possibly get me kicked out and or banned from said Walmart because it's like, well, I'm never coming here again, you know, that kind of uh, that kind of stunt. It's like, whatever, not a big deal. So, uh, random question for the audience. Uh, what are some underrated, satisfying moments? 
I don't love oddly satisfying, but I'm going to say underrated. Like you don't, you're like, oh, that's that's probably not a thing. And then you experience it and you're like, wow, that was a big deal. So what are, what are some of your underrated satisfying moments? And um, would you fart in the sauna with other people in it to do a social experiment? Because I sure won't. All right, next up on the docket. When it comes to rain, are you a rain jacket or an umbrella person? Which are you? And what does that say about a person? Are you, if it's raining outside and and say you have both options and you're like, I need to go outside. What do you grab? And sure, people are like, well, I want both. We're not talking about that, you animals. We're talking about... We're talking about one or the other here, all right? Freaking make a choice. Don't be indecisive. You're, oh, I don't care where we eat. We're not playing that game. All right? So I'm a rain jacket guy, definitely. I don't know. The umbrella to me, it's just like I'm sitting there holding it, and most of the time for me, it's not quite big enough, so I still get wet on the fringes, and if the rain's coming at a certain angle, i got to hold it a certain way, and then when I get to my destination, wherever I'm going, I have to do the whole, like, open, go in, and then as my body gets in, shut the umbrella, and then shake it off, and because, you know, you're not supposed to, A, umbrellas are big and wide, so they don't fit through doors, but you're not supposed to have an open umbrella inside, it's bad juju, or whatever, I don't care about any of that, so I'll walk under a ladder, I will, while, while holding a black cat, I do not care, and, 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 and actively knock the ladder to break a mirror, do not care, don't buy into any of that nonsense, so, I would do that, um, so I'm a rain jacket guy because I like, I like, I'm like, oh, look, I got the rain jacket. It covers my torso and stuff. It doesn't cover the legs. So maybe, maybe that's a little bit of difference, but I would argue umbrellas don't really cover the legs as well, but you get the top half covered. You're good. You got pockets, you got the hood and it's, and it, I don't know. It's, I just like having the form fitting and it's like, I go into place. Yeah. I have the wet rain jacket. It's a lot easier to manage for me because I, I take it off and just kind of turn it inside out and carry it with me. Or if there's a hook, I can hang it up and leave it and come back and worry another time. With the umbrella, it's like, do you have the little umbrella bags or am I just going to be dripping water all over your place? I don't know, but I'm a rain jacket guy. What What's your go-to? Are you umbrella or rain jacket? Now, I'll say it's easier to have umbrellas stash places, like in, in each car, in your vehicle, because not everyone keeps a rain jacket. And I'm not talking those crappy ponchos either, the, the trash bag ponchos. I'm talking like a, like a nice actual rain jacket. And then if it's a little bit chilly, you can layer on underneath and so... Obviously, the combo is always better, but that's not what we're talking about here. So, rain jacket versus umbrella. And what does that say about you? I would argue that rain jacket people are just slightly better than umbrella people. And for the simple fact um, that they are. So, uh, of course, this is nothing to do with me being a rain jacket person. This is purely objective, totally factual, based upon empirical data that I will not cite and that no is not made up right here in this moment has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a rain jacket person. You could take that to the bank and cash it, but not until after Thursday. Okay. Another, uh, well, this one is kind of funny. Next thought. What if we actually read exclamation points uh, correctly with as often as they get used? And I was thinking about this because like in emails and something, you kind of, you'll pick certain lines to be emphatic or, or I feel like people freaking yell in text messages all the time. And first of all, I'm loud enough that I basically do. I I yell when there's not an exclamation point, at least according to uh, people listening to me a lot of times. So I I'm already kind of there. I mean, this podcast is me yelling. It's basically one giant exclamation point. (laughs) That might be the title of today's episode. Mm. Mm, Feels good. But 
I was just thinking, I was like, man, and then A, okay, A, what if we had to read everything out loud and then we had to read that? But even in your head, like, let's see if I can find some places where exclamation points have been used. So, oh my gosh, babies love bubbles so much. She was trying to grab those bubbles. Like, just, yes, just exclaiming. I don't, I don't, so I read it in my head with energy, like, oh my gosh, babies love bubbles so much. Like she was trying to grab those bubbles. Yes. But you know, when you think about what is exclaiming, what is, what it is, what, what it is do, what does it mean to exclaim here? And I, I think, so just try that for it for a day, just pay attention to the exclamation points and in your head or possibly out loud, depending on the setting you're in, just read them accordingly in a yelling voice and enjoy. Have a good time. I think it's a lot of fun. I once ex- the first place I experienced this was I was uh, I didn't realize. I guess I kind of take on a different tone, different persona in text. Well, I'll say then what I'm trying to convey. And I found this out. I don't know ninth or tenth grade, and we were text we were talking about something, and I had texted about it, and then she pulled up my text message and was reading it. And first of all, I was like, wow, I sound like a doofus. I get why girls don't really like me. And then I think, and then I go, oh, that's how she's reading it. That is not how I'm typing it. Oh, so it made me rethink the whole thing. Because I think I used exclamation points. And she was like, yeah, bro, this is great. And I was like, oh, that's not how I'm talking at all. I'm just, I'm, I'm talking like I talk. Like I'm talking right now. There's just emphasis. There's, uh, you know, emphasis on the wrong syllable, as my English teacher used to used to say. I just I just talk with great passion. Uh, It's how I'm built. Can't help it. So we ride the lightning on that one. But what are other weird thoughts around the difference between like auditory or verbal and written that we don't that we don't necessarily gosh words are hard today man hey let me get on this thing and say some words and i'm gonna say them wrong because the whole premise of this is it's audio you listen to my words i need make words better for you need make them more better good for you learn you some knowledge all right other thought i had this week is so dogs have super sensitive hearing. Obviously, they can hear all sorts of stuff. They hear better than us. You know, they have their big ears and everything. It's so cute. Well, then I, I was watching some show or movie in my living room. I had the sound bar. You know, full theater experience. I cranked that thing. I was home by myself. There's no rules. And so I'm like, yeah, crank it. Uh, side tangent thought. You ever been so used to always having to think about not being too loud on your volume for other people? That when you find yourself in a situation where it's just you, you're by yourself maybe, and nobody else is home, and you're watching something, and you, you're like, oh, I need to turn it down so I don't bother, so it's not too loud. And then you go, wait a minute. Too loud for who? I'm the only one here. Well, I was in that situation. I was cranking it. My dogs were laying on the floor between me and the TV. And I just thought, huh, I wonder if this is just blasting the air. Obviously not. So the, so, so the initial question is like, do we damage dogs hearing since their hearing is so much more acute than ours and we listen to stuff loud and they'll be around now my obvious answer based on their body language is no we we somehow we don't but how does that work because you know how because i feel like it's you're around someone who has really sensitive hearing and you don't and you listen to it loud and they're like oh this is loud it hurts right why does that not happen with dogs i might do some research on this but like 
I think if it's allowed to us, it should be deafening to them and it should be like there should be a whole thing to like protect your dog's hearing or something. I don't know. But maybe the maybe maybe because they, they have the flap over the ear that muffles it. Can they can they control how sensitive their hearing is? Uh, I don't I doubt that. But that would be wicked. Right. So. So why? Why? Why aren't our dogs? deaf? Maybe I'm overestimating how sensitive and how good their hearing is. But I'll say this. That it's at least better than mine. I don't know. What do you people think? Uh, does anyone have any experience with dog hearing out there or any random knowledge, random facts about the dogs for the dogs? Uh, yeah, give me, give me that. So annoying thought that I had something that dulled my axe this week. Been watching some YouTube, you know, always love watching a lot of YouTube and most of my, about half my ads have been Google and they've been unskippable 15 second ads. And I go, I'm watching a Google product, aka YouTube, right now, and I know it's part of Google. And Google's slapping unskippable 15-second ads about some nonsense I don't care about. And I was like, you want to talk about shameless self-promotion and torturing? Really what it is, they're trying to get me to get that YouTube premium. I already got YouTube TV. YouTube premium should come with YouTube TV. If I'm getting your TV package, I'm paying $65 a month for it, whatever it is, I should get... I should get the uh, YouTube Premium as an adult. It's the same account associated with it, same Google, same Gmail account. Instead, oh no, I gotta go pay 10, 8, 13 bucks, whatever it is. It's around 10 bucks a month for this premium to get ad free stuff and downloadable stuff. It's the same thing. I get it's different services, but it's like, I feel like I'm paying that much now. Obviously, I'm paying, it's cheap TV, as some would say. So. Whatever, fight me. But that's my opinion. But I was just really annoyed. I was like, you're advertising for yourself. It's like, I, but I get, but then I thought about it. I go, that's, a, I mean, that's what you do, right? I advertise for my podcast on my podcast, for my podcast, by my podcast, with my podcast. You know, it's, it's, it's all me. So I guess it makes sense when I think about it. But in the moment, there was just some real annoyance. I was like, at least give me some ads for some products I care about. It's like, hey, you know, you know us? Here's more of us and a lot more of us. I'm like, just, Give it a five-second ad. I don't care. Just something else. Literally anything else. You're going to anger me into buying YouTube Premium. And it's a lose-lose for me. I either got to sit through these stupid ads and complain about them, which actually probably aren't that bad, but they annoy me. And, or I have to give you more money so I don't have to watch your annoying ads, which in, in turn would mean your ads worked in, in inverse, uh, inversely to how the, say conversely to how they normally would. But they worked. It was it was kind of the negative uh, effect where it's like it, it shows me something so much I just want to be able to get rid of it, so I'm willing to pay money to do that. So yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, you know what we could talk about? The fight. The big fight was this weekend. The big fight. The big cash grab. Everyone who bought that was robbed. Everyone just got robbed. To me, there's an interesting mesh point where it's like fun meets serious competitive meets good. And, you know, what is worth it? The Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight was not worth it. First of all, so it's an exhibition and it's like we get it. An exhibition, he's retired, he's a young YouTuber, he's done a couple fights, cool, let's do this. Floyd danced around him, had his way with him. I saw the highlights and I was like, yeah, that's what I expect from arguably greatest boxer of all time versus uh, YouTube douche. 
and pardon my language, but <laughs> YouTube butthead. Uh, I, you can, if you can tell, I'm not a huge fan of Logan Paul. I have respect for the fact that they've built careers, him and Jake doing what they do. I don't think it's helped them as people overall, if I'm going to make that judgment, but I hope the best for them. Uh, however, they do annoy me, and I'm not fans personally. So they, they do the fight, they go to the distance, and I didn't realize that in an exhibition boxing match, it goes the distance. You don't declare a winner, or maybe you don't declare a winner at all outside of obvious, like an obvious knockout. So it goes the distance. They just show statistics. There's no winner. They interview each other after the fight. Say, yeah, it was a good fight. And everyone goes about their day. Oh, and they get massive paychecks. Good for them, which I did see on Instagram a clip from Floyd's thing. And he was like, I'm the best legal bank robber ever out here just making money. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but you know, people always say it's like, oh, you can't be that mad, you know, because look at them. They went and they, they got money. It's like, I can be mad. It, it, that's, well, first of all, that's the thing about freedom and autonomy is I can be, albeit irrational, I can be mad. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's a fun lesson in like, you want, in should, how things should be, you know, it's like, oh, you shouldn't be mad at that, but then they are mad at that. So you get continually mad because it's a subconscious like control thing where you want someone, you give someone a good reason for or against something and they consider it seriously. And then they, uh, and they heed your, uh, your advice, your warning, whatever it is. And, but then when they just decide not to, for the sake of not to, it's like, that's, the most classic troll, and I love doing it sometimes when people are like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, I can't? No, no, I shouldn't. Maybe it's not a good idea, but I totally can. And if it bothers you this much, I might just do it because you need you need to learn to be able to handle when people do stuff you absolutely don't like. Now, who am I preaching to? Probably myself more than anyone else. But anyways, he was talking about that. And, I mean, he's right. He's right. And he, they they went, they had this paper. It was 50 bucks, first of all. It's 50 bucks to not have a winner? You played yourself, all right? Guess what? I You just got played. Anyone who bought that fight, you got swindled, bamboozled, hoodwinked, any other word that is similar to that. Like, that's that's just a matter of fact. And I'm sorry for you, but hopefully you won't make that mistake again. This is one of those you obviously just catch the highlights. If it would have been, apparently you got like a free t-shirt with your purchase, cool. I don't want any more t-shirts. We've talked about this on the pod before. I do not want any more t-shirts. Headbands, stickers, not bracelets, something. I don't know. Shoot, even some high-quality underwear. It's like you always need new, you know, you can always recycle out some of the old underwear and get some new stuff. I'm Granted, you, nobody will see it except those who see me in my underwear, so mainly my wife and close friends and family maybe. But they, so it, it's not good for necessarily advertising purposes, but if you want to give me socks, I don't know, take some socks, right? Those you can make visible and people, I'm always losing socks, but shirts, every shirts are a dime a million. We like everybody makes a flipping shirt and good for them. And I'm sure someday I'll make a shirt or lots of shirts and I want people to get them. I will try and make other things. And I've heard of these services where apparently you can, you have the design and you, and you have multiple products. So it's like, Oh, I like that design, but I'm not, I'm not hamstring for it to be a shirt. I can, they, they offer a shirt, a mug, a uh, a hat, uh, whatever else. And it's like, I can put, and I can take the design and buy what, whichever the design with whichever product I most want. So I like that. That's nice. If I ever get to the, the merch stage, uh, where I've, where we, we got some merch, then, uh, I would try and go that route if it's feasible. But as you know, it's a small operation. 
we got going here. But yeah, that fight, my thoughts on it are there's going to be no winner if it goes the distance. And knowing how Floyd fights, he's a he's a let's call him a loophole fighter. Well, he's not he's not an exciting fighter. He's not a knock him out. He's a let me outsmart you. Uh, you never hit me. I I I hit you a bunch, and then we we go about and then it gets to the end and I win. And the problem with that here is like there's no incentive. The obvious thing, everyone wanted Floyd to knock out Logan. Now, while Logan is a bigger person, has a bigger frame and everything, everyone wanted him to just knock him out. And that would have been great. would have been amazing. But that didn't happen. And what's the incentive? Because if Floyd starts going for knockouts, he's, he's probably going to have to leave some openings, make some chances, maybe take a couple shots himself. And let's be real. I don't know how that man's chin is, technically speaking. You know, he he never got hit because he was so good, but does that mean his chin is glass? He could have a rock-solid one. I don't know. But uh, did you watch the fights? Did you get swindled out of money, or did you use your friend's money, or uh, did you use corporate money, maybe go to Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that? I don't know if it was playing there. What did you think of the fight? Did you enjoy it? Do you think it was a good time? Look, I'll say this. I mean, it's fun to watch a boxer uh, punk a YouTuber, I guess, but... At the end of the day, I wasn't super, super interested. It went exactly how everyone thought it would, so I don't know. I I was not about it, but I would love to know your thoughts and if you were about it. And the, the one I care more about is Tyron, Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul. Uh, I think we can all agree Jake Paul's the more annoying one. Logan's the little bit more put-together one. He's still, he's still a jerk face. still a butt weasel. Mm, yeah, bring that term back. He's a butt weasel. He's a hanyak. He's a real hanyak, by the way. Look that up, so... oh. I don't think I, oh, I didn't write it down though, but I looked it up and so it actually, it has some, nobody knows the exact origin of it, but they do know that on some level, apparently initially maybe started from these like Hungarian uh, immigrant farmers who were too stubborn to farm on good, to find good land and would just farm on bad land. And then it just became, they took the, the ethnicity part out of it and was like, look, a farmer who's just a, who's just like, I'm gonna farm right here on this land, on 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 this hard land, and they don't have no topsoil, <laughs> and so it's it, that's what it is officially, and it's it's a lot of fun. So can, can I get a hanyak? <laughs> that's awesome. Shout out to Alex for that one. Hopefully you're listening. But yeah, the this hanyak. Over here, Jake Paul, uh, clearly the more annoying one, the more obnoxious one, but it's I think it's a little brother syndrome, right? His big brother's so successful. It's like, he's got to be different. I understand. He's got to be different, got to find his own way, got to make his own thing. And unfortunately, a lot of times that leads to just being, it leads to obnoxiousness. I'm just being overly obnoxious. But see this one, and I texted my buddy who's more in tune with the fight world. I was like, please tell me that you think Tyron Woodley is just going to knock Jake Paul's lights out because he hasn't fought anybody really and this is and and so he'll just take him to work because we really want to see him get knocked out and the answer i got was so so it was well if it goes anything like uh woodley's last two fights it could be pretty evenly matched and i go oh no but he was in the same boat as far as what he wants to happen so we'll see what happens out of hanyak i don't think the fight already happened if it did i missed it i haven't seen anything about it i'm sure i'll see something about it i think it's coming up i don't know I don't know, but in other news, if you haven't heard, Tom McDonald, the rapper, is the GOAT. End of story, right? Good news story right there. Uh, he dropped another yet super viral hit called Snowflake, and I think in two days it's gotten like, uh, was it 2 million views? 
was it more than that? I thought it was maybe ten million. Maybe I read that wrong, but he uh it's just more truth bombs. The dude just hits the nail like on the head. It's that perfect strike. It was it karate kid? What movie is it where they're hitting nails and they you just tap it to get it set and then you go whoosh, and you one shot it, right? And it's all the way that's what his songs are like. And just when you thought, oh, this is the last one in the board, boom, he puts up another board, another nail, just one hitting him, just like a freaking ninja over here. So Snowflake, go check it out. Put a link in the description to the YouTube video. It's awesome. The YouTube video even features uh, Blair White, a trans woman, who a longtime trans woman who's actually, I find myself agreeing with her on a lot of stuff. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Uh, she's also, she's also, I will say this, the... Uh, well, I, I don't know. She's the most convincing trans woman I think I've ever seen. Where it's like, oh, I just thought you were a woman, but I can kind of see that. But it's like, no, I didn't know any better, right? Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's incredible. And it's all, it's, you know, it's shot. The whole video, all his videos are done by his girlfriend. So his independent operation he got going is just awesome. It's so good. And he has just, all his lines are just so true. Like the lead line, I'll give you the lead line, right? It's, uh, you lie to the government, you get arrested or you go to jail. But when uh, the government lies to you, it's just called being a politician. And you're just like, oh, Oh, that's how he starts it, and it just keeps going from there. It's the gift that keeps on giving, and I've actually put it on my Spotify playlist. Some of those other songs I like, but in a music sense, I necessarily don't like. Oh, I wouldn't jam to this every day. I don't know, but I like the songs. If that makes sense, like songs that you're like, yeah, that song's awesome, but I don't necessarily want to listen to that almost every day. This is one I can, I can get behind. So another one of those is "Okay, Dude" by Zuby. If you haven't heard that one, go listen to that one, my boy Zuby. Zuby and Tom need to do a collab you guys need to do a collab uh all right so in in a funny thought news something that i experimented with because it hit me oh fun you'll understand that pun in a second something i realized is and a fun game you can try on your friends so i've hit hundreds maybe even thousands of animals with my car or with vehicles i will say now before you freak out and say wow you've probably had to spend a lot of money on vehicles let me tell you what that means. You understand that if you run over an already flattened pancake dead animal, you have technically hit that animal, albeit with your tire and at no cost to your car or you, or at that point, the animal, <laughs> RIP, uh, you've hit that animal. Uh, this hit me. So I traded vehicles with a friend and I, and I left my, my, my truck at his house and was in his car and they, they kind of live out on the outskirts, technically outside of city limits, but they, on, on the edge of town and I'm, I'm driving back and all of a sudden I'm turning on the road and it's kind of like, Oh, I can't avoid that. It looks like a flattened. It wasn't quite big enough to be a deer, but it looked like a dog almost. And it was like, you know, totally flattened. I mean, this thing, oh, this thing was full Hanyak just going to insert that word everywhere I can, even when it doesn't work full Hanyak. All right. He rode the lightning and the lightning one on that one. All right. And RIP to that animal. Now, people are probably going to think I'm the most insensitive person to animals, but I, whatever. Love animals. So sad, but when it's flattened, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to unflatten this. It's gone. I'm also very matter of fact, but so it's flattened and I, and I'm turning left and it's right in the middle. It's like, ah, there's no, you know, when you're in mid turns, I like, can't, shouldn't really bob, especially since it was a double 
left turn lane, so don't want to bob in the other lane, have an accident. It's not worth it, especially since the animal's already dead. But, you know, you don't always want to necessarily get the guts and stuff on your car, but on your tires. And so I go over it, and I go, oh, snap, I just hit that animal. And then I go, oh, snap, I just hit an animal. And, oh, I have a follow-up story about wording and how uh, <laughs> I made a, I made, I made a, a big uh, no-no on, uh, on something that happened over the weekend. But I'll get to that in a minute. So you have – so I hit it, and I go, oh, I technically hit that animal, but it was already flat. So I call my buddy. And so this can't be 10 minutes after I've left his house with, with his car. And I'm just like – he picks up. I'm like, hey, man, so uh, – just want to let you know, I hit a dog. Um, I'm pretty sure it might have been a really, really small deer. Uh, I, just, I just hit it, and you just hear this silence. And I go, but good news is it had already been hit a lot, possibly even by a semi, so it was flat as a pancake. So you know, your car is totally fine. And he just goes, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, it all, you could see it all clicked. A little bit of anger, frustration, rightly so. And, and, but then also like, oh, a little bit of annoyance that it's a real kind of dad joke type prank thing you got going there. So yeah, but then, then it hit me. I was like, shoot, I've hit, I don't know how many thousands of animals then at that point, uh, that have done no damage to my car. So it's like, actually my shooting, I've only hit one animal that's really done damage. And that was that deer that clipped me a night before I was going to trade in that car. So, you know, talk about timing, but I, I started thinking, I was like, you know, my shooting percentage is pretty good as far as you know, ratio of times of hit an animal where it does damage and hit an animal where it doesn't do damage. All, it's like gotta be like 95, 98% of the time. Nope. Seeing no damage. So, uh, fun prank you can play on your friends. Uh, be, be mindful of who you play it on. Like if you have a, a mom or somebody, or if it's late at night and cause I, I, as I've recalled my ambulance story and as I'm about to recall in this story, uh, you got to read the room a little bit. Like I knew he could take it. And also you ha- you have to be quick enough on like, you be careful doing this over text. You may not want to do that. I don't know. But if you're worried about how you're going to present it vocally, then maybe do it over text, but you got to follow it up with an LOL joke, JK and hope that they're in a place where they can read all the text messages you send, which they probably would find a place, but I don't know. Maybe you text them. I had an animal and they call you and you say, and they're like, Oh my gosh, like what happened? And it's like, well, it was, I was just turning or I was just in my lane going 65 and all of a sudden I look up and I see this flattened deer and I, I mean, I, I go right over it. It didn't, didn't, didn't even really feel it in the shocks, but yeah, I, I hit it. It was kind of crazy <laughs> and then watch them get so annoyed. So play that prank. Let me know how it goes. Uh, send, maybe send in a voice memo. You recounting or if you can record the conversation, uh, sounds a little, sounds a little sketchy and spy like, but, uh, do it, let it, let it happen. Uh, now I can't play any of these pranks on you if you're listening, but, but we have ammunition now. If you, if you need help, want to go in on it? I don't know. Uh, I, we could build this thing out, but I think that's a really funny prank. I like to do little harmless pranks like that where, uh, you're maybe just thinking a little outside the box. So I think it's funny, but uh, we've technically, we've all hit thousands, some people even hundreds of thousands of animals, but uh, at no cost to us because they, we, you weren't the first, you were maybe the 10th <laughs> to hit that one. So, oh, all right. oh yeah, the story. So choice of words on a motorcycle ride this weekend. And so I got this calm, but it's really windy and my bike doesn't, my, I, I get the wind on my head. And so, and I, and it, 
when I do longer rides, I put in earplugs because the wind noise is actually pretty can be pretty loud. And I have I have a little headset, and so I normally play music in it. And, and I'm trying to change the song, and I hit the button that is redial my last phone call. And I'm, I'm actually meeting up with my dad, my sister. They're on his motorcycle, riding separately, but we're meeting at this one place to eat. And call him. I mean, first of all, I can barely hear my music. It's all the way up. And I mean, this is right next to my ears. And, and all of a sudden I hear a call and I look and my phone is mounted right by my gauges so I can just look down and see him calling and I'm trying to like stop the call or whatever. And, and I managed to stop the call, but then 15 minutes later I get called back because obviously missed call for me. So he calls me and my idiot, and like, I, and it, it's like, like, that's what it sounds like to me. And I'm like, dude, I can't even come close under. I'm trying to listen. I slow down because I was going about 75. I slow down to like 60. I'm like, maybe that'll help. Still can't hear him at all. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, uh, first words out of my mouth. Hey, it was an accident. Ugh. If I had sound effects, I would insert the just like the like the dum <laughs> Yeah. Didn't even think about it. In the moment, didn't realize it. And I was like, no, I called you by mistake. I was like, I was like, I can't hear you at all. There's too much wind. But I didn't mean to call you. And so I followed it up with many more statements. Not realizing at the time that the first statement I said was, it was an accident. Or that was an accident. And, I mean, he can't hear me great. I don't know how well he can hear me, how much wind is getting through to my mic. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll see you there. We get there. And he and first thing he says to me, hey, uh, when you call me, we're on a motorcycle ride. Maybe the first thing you shouldn't say is accident. Words to avoid. It's like, don't say bomb in an airport, you know? Uh, don't make mom jokes around a friend whose mom just died. Like, sort of situate, read the room, dummy. Yeah, total word vomit on that one. But I was like, I was just like, I was frustrated because I was like, I, I can't hear him at all. I want to be able to hear him. The point of this was so I could make phone calls on the bike, but it's apparently not a thing. So, yeah. Don't, uh, it was, I called you by mistake. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to say accident again. I'm not even probably going to use that word, uh, very much because I'm just going to have flashbacks. I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, my heart dropped. And I was like, oh no, dad, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to put you through. And of course, you know, I couldn't hear him. So he's probably, he's maybe trying to probe. I'm, I'm just like, oh gosh. And we're, we're coming from opposite directions. So we're not even near each other. It's not like he could, oh, let me slow down. Let me speed up. Let me. You know, we're on the same highway, but maybe, no, we're not on the same highway. It was bad. I was just like, oh, I felt like such an idiot. It felt so bad, you know? One of those things where it's just like so harmless, you think, and then you realize, oh, I did a thing. It's like the other day, I was grilling, and I was out there in the grill, and I had this uh, glass container. So I, I went to do the mac and cheese, and I realized I forgot to mix the bread crumbs in with melted butter before putting them on the mac and cheese. And I was like, crap. And I just put it in. So I, I would go melt some butter in this little glass Pyrex dish, and I get my base here, and I'm doing it. And I put it on the thing next to the grill, and then I'm moving around, and I like bump the grill, and, and it goes to fall behind the grill. And I'm thinking, it's glass on concrete falling. And I go, this is going to shatter. And I'm standing close. And so you know how like, when you say you if you ever drop anything glass around you and you know it's gonna it's gonna fall around your feet, you kind of like leap, jump back because you oh you don't want the glass to shoot in you and like you want to try and get out of the explosion uh, radius. And so I go to do that. Little did I know, my soft-hearted, kind, gentle Great Pyrenees, Finn, you've heard him before on the podcast, is like walking perpendicular to me, and he's basically right behind me. And so I just my left heel kind of like kicks. As I jump back, and I mean, 
I connected perfectly on 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 this on Finn's poor jaw and just like it hurt my heel. I clocked and he was right behind me, just innocently walking because I was about to go back inside. They were going to come inside with me and it just smoked him. And I mean, he jumped back and ran away and was like 15 feet away from me and wouldn't come close. And I was like, you know, you know, you know how you get if you ever accidentally say like hurt your animal or done something like that. And I was just groveling. I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, that Pyrex is built different. Didn't shatter, didn't even crack or scratch. Good as it fell three and a half feet. Easy. But so this wasn't like, oh, I kind of like bumped him and scared him or whatever. Like I, my heel actively hurt because I, I think I hit him in the jaw and I mean, it actively hurt. Like it was a problem. Like, oh, you know, you know, in the movies or whatever, you punch someone or something. And you're like, oh, that hurts. That was, that was, that was like, so it, there was some serious force. And it's just something about when you do that to say something like a dog, it's like, he was so innocent, just minding his business. And I just destroyed it. Like he wouldn't, I was trying to call him. He would not come. And it took him almost, it took him a few minutes and I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I just sat there and, you know, just hugged him. And I also tried to make sure his jaw was okay. I didn't break it, dislocate it or something like that. Man, would have felt so bad. But yeah, uh, do you guys have any stories like that where you put your foot in your mouth? Oh, no pun there. But <laughs> where maybe you said something in, in a situation you're like, oh, like, did you ever say bomb at the airport and get arrested? Uh, there's always that part of me in the back of my mind be like, oh, that's the bomb. And or something like that at the airport to see if I get arrested. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to get on a no-fly list and go through all that mess. That The trouble would not be worth the funny moment. So, But I would love to know any of those uh, moments that you have. So I think we're going to end it with two random thoughts. That's how we're going to end this episode. So first of all, I cannot stand when a cup with condensation drips on me when I go to take a drink. It's like I'm trying to get the water in my mouth and I miss my mouth often enough by myself on my own. I don't need your help. Like it is, I don't know, it is something I hate. It's happened a few times in the last couple of weeks and it's like something I hate more than anything. So, you know, cup at the restaurant, it's it's just got, it's sweating like crazy. You know, sweating like a UFC fighter in round five. And it's just, ugh. and you go and you pick it up and you tilt it. So, let me back it up. If you haven't heard before, I'm not so much into straws. I'm more of an ale horn guy. It's an inside joke, funny story for later. But, so I don't use straws. I like to chug it down. The straw, the way I drink through straws, it shoots through the back of my throat. My mouth doesn't get to enjoy any of the hydration that comes from the drink or deliciousness if it's not just water. So, and I don't know. I just, I just like to drink from the cup. And I didn't realize that they always offered straws because apparently it's some health thing. So you're not sharing a cup with a bunch of people. Never even crossed my mind. I just assume people like straws. And then, and then I heard that and I was like, uh, uh, well, I don't need a straw. It's fine. <laughs> Doesn't phase me. This is how I drink. All right. Well, anyways, you go and you pick it up and you tilt it and you're, you drink it and it just freaking starts raining. Amazon rainforest all over my pants, my shorts. Sometimes if you're holding it right in the center, now you got little drips in your crotch. It makes you look like you piddled your pants a little bit. And now you're like, well, I got to wait for this to dry before I can get up or do anything. Because it never works. Explain. Oh no, I was dripping some water. Yeah, sure, whatever, man. He, he beat himself. It's ah, uh, it's so bad. So I can't stand it. So I've like been actively trying to always find napkins and wipe it off, or like <laughs> do this weird lean over the table. And I, I won't use a straw. Apparently, though, I, I I've tried everything but using a straw. But can't stand it. And then other thing I can't stand movies. Watching movie the other day goes to a place. It's like what do you what do you want? Give me a beer. 
Dude goes and apparently knows exactly what to get him. And this guy wasn't a regular either. He was in a new place. Brings him random beer. Dude is okay with it. Uh, I understand it's the movies and they're being fake. And this is probably a minor detail. But it just bugs me. And there's product placement bullcrap you have to deal with. So they probably just have to say a beer. Here I am explaining away and making myself look like an idiot in front of myself and all of you. But I don't know. It just it bothered me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's not real at all. This movie sucks. Apparently, I'm Hercule. <laughs> just have a beer, though. Like, oh, a beer. Like, can't even say, like, a bud or, I don't know, something like Because that's vague enough. Or, like, just give me whatever. Just give me your best one on tap or something. Something. Surely there's a line out there. I haven't thought of it. But just saying a beer because it's like, go and try that at a bar. Go walk and give me a beer. Now, bartender just straight up like, cool, here you go. It was like, whoa. Because, I mean, nowadays beers can range from three to four bucks to like nine bucks if you get some crazy specialty. And it's just like, wait a minute. Hold on. You mean to tell me I'm getting... So, so I mean, they, you're going to give a stranger total control of your wallet like that? I don't think so. Talking to old the, the frugal Viking over here. Look, I haven't I haven't been able to pillage in a while, so gotta gotta be mindful, right? We only pillage every so often. Gotta make it last till the next pillaging. But yeah, it I don't know, it bugs me. Does it bug you? What what little things in movies bother you? The other thing that I don't like about movies is how many times they fire guns. A and it's it's one handgun that probably holds fifteen rounds max, and they they just fire thirty rounds, never reload. That and then the lack of recoil. People find, find like a Glock 40 and, and they just pull the trigger and their hand doesn't move at all. And I'm like, oh yeah, uh, you, cl- you clearly have never shot a gun or people making the movie have never shot a gun. So you appreciate John Wick when he has to reload the gun. I think it was a 1911 too and that he was using one of them that apparently could sometimes jam and he would always double check for the jam. I mean, Keanu Reeves is just, we all we understand he's arguably one of the greatest. So for so many reasons, he's just a national treasure. But 40 minutes, good long, good long episode. I, uh, yeah, could have probably broken that up into two, but no, I like, I like what I was doing. A lot of good notes, a lot of good notes. So wanted to, uh, get all those knocked out. That was it. Uh, let me know, uh, let me know, give me some feedback on some of your favorite stories or moments you stuck your foot in your mouth. Are you rain? Are you rain jacket or are you umbrella? All right. This that's the one I really care about. Uh, that and underrated satisfying moments. But uh, you can uh, send that in in several ways. Look, you can you can email email the show. It's the Rambling Viking at gmail.com. You can text the show 580-789-9258. Or now you can send in a voice message via the link in the description. It'll take you there. You can record your little voice message. Tell me your fun story, your thoughts, feedback. Might even play it on the podcast. And uh, feature on the next episode so send send your stuff in let's hear what you got to say and uh don't forget also to like this share this wait like this not a youtube video there's no like button stupid subscribe stupid 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 (laughs) i always love when i don't know it's funny to me when you're watching when not in real life when someone does that and they mean it but like as a joke like stupid stupid such an idiot like and you're kind of slapping your forehead but uh, no, subscribe, leave, leave, leave a wicked pod review, leave a review wherever you're listening. We'd love to have your review. And uh, I don't know why I'm doing voices, but yeah, thanks so much for listening. We will see you guys next time. Viking out.